Last week, we started this two-part series on promoting financial intelligence and or literacy among the youth, considering the economic realities of recent times. No doubt our attention must have been drawn by now to reported cases and the consequent causes of bankruptcy, financial meltdowns, and related resource management challenges faced by individuals and entities. We have also discussed the need to develop financial capacity by way of increasing one's financial acumen generally. Today we are concluding the discussion and our guest on this series, Mr. Samson Bogama, who is an accomplished agricultural financing expert with extensive practical with extensive practical experience in his area of core competence, has graciously joined us again. Please stay tuned as we round off the discussion this morning on the Nasco Moments radio show. I am Hudun Gyang. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine on. <laughs> and now you don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and too? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too. Now, Brightex detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and sing. Scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Mr. Samson Bogama, glad to have you. Second time around on the show. Thank you. You're welcome. So, um, let's go straight into it. Is it feasible to introduce the subject of financial intelligence and literacy? as a general course to be taught in our institutions across board? Oh, uh, it would be a nice idea. But I believe that it must be learned majorly through life's experience. You know, I cast my mind back to school where several topics were told, several courses were, were taught us. Um, and I really don't use them in life now. So um, at the risk of making it a formal thing. I think um, life's experience should teach people more. And um, the readings that people do, you know, daily should encourage that kind of um, uh, learning. Uh, I, I see a lot of people go into social media and for the wrong reasons, you know, talk about things that really don't, don't add to their future. You know, but if we develop the attitude of reading, you know, reading those things that that uh, that give us uh, the, that advantage or that that sets us to understand money and its outcomes. Okay, considering a young lad, because this is all about the youth, or a young lady, and uh, can you imagine such one reading? Should I say literature about financial intelligence? Do you think? They would be interested in that age reading such uh, financial um, uh, literature. Uh, you know, let, let me let me tell you some of my experience while I was growing. You know, anytime I watched the network news with with um, elderly people who were uh, who were older to me, I noticed that the last segment is always is always uh, abandoned by everybody. You know, and that's the business segment. Uh, the moment they begin to talk about the shares, uh, those ones that are rising, those that are, are falling, you, you find out that we become disinterested in what is happening, you know? And 
that trend has continued with most of us such so that when we go online and we see anything that has to do with business we ignore it but when we see the gist about somebody marrying somebody or divorcing somebody and they consider them as stars or celebrities you know they give so much attention to that but i i believe that if our young people will develop the interest to say I want to understand money. I want to understand the way it works. I want to understand its outcomes. I want to understand where I should apply myself to. I think that will do us a world of good. Okay. And so in practical terms, what should be the default attitude of the youth towards money, adding to what you just said? We must understand that money is a good servant, but a terrible boss. If you do not master it, and be able to predict well its outcomes, you will make very grievous mistakes. So the attitude of every person should be to master money, to understand it, and to understand its outcomes. Okay, um, these days people are grappling with how to make the money first before thinking of where, when, and how to invest. So what would be your professional advice on cultivating a savings culture, even in difficult times? You will never come to a point where money is enough. You will never. The more you have, the more you think you don't have. So if you can't save now, I doubt if you'll be able to do that in the future. Because the desire for money grows. Your responsibilities and your you know we call it in financial terms we call it the debits and the credits you know the, the debits keep increasing you know as the credits increase so if you do not um, learn the culture of saving now I doubt you if you if you will be able to do that okay. later. how may expanding one's knowledge by way of skills acquisition personal capacity building be considered an investment yeah well, every knowledge gained is actually the greatest gains to any process, if you go through the process, um, because that is something that cannot be taken away from you. You know, I remember in my past employment, um, a lot of work was assigned to me to do, and um, some of my colleagues thought that I was not wise to allow that. But, you know, it set me above them because... I had the opportunity to be able to 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 know much more than they do you know and um at the times when management will need those who will do that who they who will do the tax they will always go for me so i believe that um, every every knowledge and skill that is gotten is very important um and it's one of the greatest gains that any person will get all right this is the Nasco Moment Show, and remember today we're talking about promoting financial intelligence and literacy among the youth. Now, there are some more uh, questions we have to ask our guests that will interest you, so please join us when we return.
Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. In case you just tuned in, this is the Nasco Moments radio talk show. And our topic is promoting financial intelligence and literacy among the youth with our guest, Mr. Samson Bugama, an accomplished agricultural financing expert. Now, can you edu- educate our listeners on the difference between long and short-term investments and how to effect- effectively do either of the two? Okay, so you've saved your money. Where do you go on from there? Okay, long-term investments are those investments that you intend to hold for more than a year, while short-term investments are those that you, you intend to hold uh, for shorter periods. Um, that's maybe less than a year. You know, so... Um, when you when you're looking at long-term investments, you're looking at something that really is in the future, you know. But um, um, short-term investments are those things that are those investments you do um, for the now, you know, within now and a year. Can we have examples? Okay, uh, when you when you when you invest in bonds, you, you, you maybe federal government bonds, you know, that will mature um, later. You know, um, these are long-term investments, and you do that with monies that are normally idle. You know, you look around you and find out that you have some monies that are idle. You know, you you invest in that. But while short for for short term, you have um, you know basic savings. You know that you you're able to put in and get something very small. You know, or a business that you invest and get something. Uh, normally, normally the longer the investment, the more. The, the yields that come out from it. All right. Now, from a financial intelligence and literacy point of view, what is the difference between an asset and a liability? Okay, let me say it this way. Uh, maybe we will understand. Anytime you take your monies to the bank, you create a liability to the bank. You know, and to you, that becomes an asset. You know, and anytime you go to the bank to borrow, you know, that becomes an asset for the bank, but it becomes a liability to you. You know, so that's that's the easiest way to look at it. Or if put putting it again, maybe in normal day life, if I give you money, if I give you money, that is an asset for me. But if you give me money, that's a liability for me. That is if I have to pay back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um Having garnered years of experience in this field, how do you think young people may better equip themselves to better understand how assets or liabilities can either positively or negatively affect their financial outlook in life? Uh, you know, young people will have to look at, you know, um, the things they own. Say to yourself, is this adding to me or it's taking from me? If we do that, you know, when you go to buy a car, for an example, and you look at your lifestyle, you look at uh, all of the things you need to fit into, and you 
truly ask yourself, is this car adding to me or is it taking away from me? And you look at something like uh, you, want to, you want to buy the latest wristwatch. Is that adding to me or is it taking from me? You know, so if we have that kind of mindset, we should be able to, you know, earlier, earlier last week, I talked about um, converting your, your liabilities into assets. You know, when you take your money to the bank, you create a liability on the bank. But the bank does not keep your money and wait for you to, to, come, to, back to come back for it. Mm. They trade with it. And, you know, they have simply converted your their liability, that is your asset, into assets for them. So it is expected that if you are borrowing money, you know, borrow to convert that liability on you into assets. So if you go to the bank or you go to anybody to borrow money, let it not be on your consumables. Let it not be on, on um, uh, you know, I see people borrow money to, to buy cars. You know, that's wrong. That's wrong because you, you're using a liability to take care of a liability. Except if you're going to use it for business. Good. So how do you do that? You, you put the car into, into productive use, you know, so that it can give you back money. And when it does that, I think you're home and dry. Okay. But otherwise, like you said, don't borrow, borrow money to use on consumables. Not at all. <laughs> all right. That's another lesson in financial discipline. Uh, listener, you're in, listening to the NASCO Moments radio show, and we're with Mr. Samson Bogama. Please join us when we come back after this break. Flavor you may need. Yes, Nasco, Nasco, so crunchy and so creamy. Yes, Nasco, Nasco, it's open, fresh, and tasty for the young and everybody. Take a bite and get the feeling that you get what you need. For everybody, take it everywhere you go. Grab the taste of quality. Everybody say, Nasco. away with Nasco biscuits today. Nasco cream biscuits, Nasco shortcake biscuits, Nasco cream crackers, Nasco biscuits, cream of biscuits. It's good to have you back. Our focus today on the second part of promoting financial intelligence and literacy among the youth is on how to develop and grow their capacity to better appreciate legitimate wealth management by improving their financial intelligence and as as we told you earlier, we have Samson Bogama, an accomplished agricultural financing expert with extensive practical experience as our guest. Sir, given the growing trend of unemployment in the country, there's been a clamor from various quarters that entrepreneurship should be encouraged. So the question is, how is this a viable tool for gaining financial freedom? And should everyone be an entrepreneur? Yeah. Becoming an entrepreneur is um, something that I believe that uh, every one of us must consider. You know, um, whether you're in the private sector, you're in the public service, you know, you must be able to create something I call multi-channels. You should be able to have different sources. You know, um, the river will never get dry if it has multiple sources. 
but if you have a single you know you see that you see that uh, repeat itself you hear about workers being retrenched and uh, people committing suicides but if you have no if you have another channel that brings in money no matter how small you know you can turn to that channel and grow it so i call it multi channels in little or big ways we should find ways of making uh, different channels and different sources of uh, making money and that will make you an entrepreneur now people struggle with what to do exactly um finding what will earn them some extra income that is i guess actually finding what you can make money at is what maybe maybe the problem well um i believe that wherever there is a need there is an opportunity mm. you know we live amongst ourselves you know we live amongst ourselves i know somebody who came around my house and says he wants to take the trash out you know for 500 naira per month he sat down and realized that these houses around here will need to take their trash out you know and he decided to do that for a fee so wherever there is a need in society there is actually an opportunity to make money if you look at those who sell water around it's because they understand that there is there is this thirst around for every person you know so i believe that when we look around us you know the problem with most of us is that we choose not to start small we look at dangotes we look at the dantatas you know and want to be like them in a day you know these were people who just looked at the basic needs of families that's the business model of dangote mm. he looked at the day by day needs of families and he decided to put it on every nigerian's table you know if you look around your house you will see that there is a dangote product there is a nasco product you know these are people who just looked at the the need that people had and decided to feel it. Okay, so the key word here is find the need and fill it. Okay. So there are some young people with ideas in need of financial support. It is believed uh, would actually give them the needed financial muscle to excel if they had it. So what do you advise such people, especially pointing them to credible sources of capital? Okay. Uh, I believe that um, for young people, one of the very first things they need to do is to develop an interest in in increasing their financial acumen you know when you see things online or in the newspapers you know about financial things look for people who understand that to explain it to you it, within within those things within those um um figures that you see could be an opportunity for you so develop the interest then read read and read You know, we read most times for the wrong reasons. But when we read to understand money, you know, there are there are several materials online, there are several materials on bookshelves, you know, that will help us to be able to 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 understand money and its outcomes very well. Next, I would advise also that you join professional or industry associations, you know, where you meet like minds that will talk about opportunities that are there for you. Okay? enroll also in continuing education courses continue to learn you know continue to learn and then participate in projects and company projects and and 
opportunities that you get in your place of work. I tell you that some of the things that I have learned today are things that um, I got exposed to on my job. You know, where some other people ran away from them, we opened ourselves to that and it gave us the advantage that uh, we see today. And then we must try ourselves our best to make ourselves bankable. You know, the right source of money, I would advise, is go to the banks. A lot of wonder banks have come into jars and in times past we know the outcomes. You know, for some of us, we said to those who care to listen then that this will be the outcomes of some of these wonder banks. You know, and thank God for those who listened. And for those who did not listen, I hope they learned through the experience. But make your business or make yourself bankable. Register a business, no matter how small. Register it. You can get a business name. You can get incorporated. Register it. Get the right documents. Approach your bank. I would like to say here that part of the work of your banker is to give you financial advice. Okay. All right. So finally now, how would you say mentoring plays a role in developing the financial intelligence and literacy of our youth? Well, I, I see mentoring, uh, the lack of mentoring in this case, as the problem all this while. You know, um, people, people have hoarded that information, you know, about money. Um, thank God a lot of churches are talking about it today. Uh, even the conservative churches are talking about it. You know, um, and then programs like this also are talking about it. If only we can open our hearts, you know, uh, and then look for people who have succeeded. You know, when I talk about people who have succeeded, some of them might be in a large scale, some of them might be on a small scale, some of them might be on the medium scale, you know, who have succeeded in, in building businesses, especially in tough terrains like ours. You know, talk to them, walk up to some of them, you know, and, um, and uh, let them mentor you. You know, one of the things about mentoring is that it gives you the privilege of not making the mistakes that your mentors made. Oh. So you learn from their experience. Mm, you learn from their experience and you go ahead and try to make um, a go of it, having uh, learned from someone else's mistake. That's a great way to end the show today. Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. Thank you, Mr. Samson Bogama, for sharing your thoughts on this two-part series of the topic promoting financial intelligence and or literacy among the youth. Sure hope it has been an interesting topic, and we believe that the listener, particularly the youth, have gained immensely from it. We have to end today's episode of the show. Follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO Group. Follow us on Twitter as well. Our handle is at NASCO Group. Please freely send us your feedback 
on any aspect of the NASCO Moment Show to the email marketing at nasco.net or the dedicated care line, which is 0805-774-7777. And now we bring you the NASCO trivia question, which is, NASCO Cube Sugar is enriched with which vitamin? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777, including your name and location. Again, the question is, NASCO Cube Sugar is enriched with which vitamin? The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO, and it was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants. Executive producers, NASCO Marketing Department, producer Harun Audu, Content Development, Tolu Bakari and Harun Audu. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu and Tolu Bakari. I'm Hudun Gang. Thank you for listening and keep enjoying the NASCO quality. Mm-hmm.